Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ben Speaks. I am your mostly forgettable host, Chris Blakeman, and I'd like to apologize for the very long pause in between episodes. Um, See, I'm not what you call a spring chicken. Uh, 47-year-old, been in construction my whole life, Uh, and when you get the the, uh, shit end of the genetic stick you start developing things like osteoarthritis. So, uh, for the last couple of weeks, I have been recovering from a very major surgery to have my left hip uh, completely replaced. But, um, you know, I'm kind of a strong MFer. So, after a couple of weeks of r and uh, I picked myself back up. I took myself back to work. And, um, and by the grace of God, go I, because at this uh, juncture in my career, um, I am uh, by and large solely necessary for what's between my ears and not how well my, my fingers work to do the things that a master plumber and a master gas fitter have to do. So um, I'm capable of going back to work in a capacity that's actually, you know, not a drain on the company. And, you know, I'm very happy to be back because, uh, you know, I care about what I do. We're a small company with a extraordinarily uh, lucky niche. We, uh, we build homes for the um, uh, very wealthy and, and or we, we, um, uh, add to homes that are, you know, very wealthy or whatever. I I don't chase turds in the ghetto, as it were. And um, I'm very fortunate for that. And I've worked very hard over the last 27 years to make sure that it remains that way. And and by and large, people ask for me by name. You know, I'm I'm no Lando Lakes or Hanch Mima, but uh, in the circles I walk in, um, you know, I'm no uh, church mouse either, right? So... Uh, with that, you know, I, I've been, I've been stoned quite a bit lately. You know, it takes a lot of medication to bang you, bang you down while you're, um, suffering from having your bone hacked off and, and, uh, had a prosthetic jammed in there. And, and, uh, really I've just not been in the right frame of mind to kind of, uh, take it to you, uh, so to speak. So a lot of things have transpired since last we spoke and, and, um, and it was actually pretty nice for about that first week. Reflecting on it now, uh, it was pretty nice not really paying much attention to politics or the mental illness known as leftism that's uh, floating around out there, uh, trying their damnedest to destroy everything that's got, you know, anything sacred to do with this country whatsoever. And, uh, and uh, I've also minimized my time that I would normally spend um, uh, dancing around uh, social media. Instead, I, I, uh, I won't lie, I binged watched uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, although that's a slow starting uh, TV show, uh, I was fully invested by uh, episode two, uh, I'm sorry, season two. And that was, uh, that was great. TV series. If you haven't seen it yet, like obviously I was way behind the curve on that one. 
uh, you know, do yourself a favor, uh, get a hip replacement and just go ahead and sit around the house um, and, uh, and watch Game of Thrones because um, it's, it's, it's pretty damn entertaining. It's a, it's a good time. It's a good time indeed. Um, it was really sad when it was over because, you know, it was over and what the hell was I going to do then? But I found stuff to do. I found stuff to do. Um, so it was nice being off social media too. And, and although I'm on truth social and, Oh, I got it. All right. Look, I want to say this. I, I don't even understand what's going on here. I am small fry, not even like close to like Dan Bongino or some of these other podcasters out there, um, that get like the, you know, hundreds of thousands of, you know, views and whatever you want to call that listens. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I am a, a zilch. Okay. Uh, no matter what my closer friends say about how, whatever it is that's entertaining about whatever it is that I have to say, but since getting on truth social and posting my podcast, holy frigging crap. Thank you. Patriots. My goodness gracious. My audience has like freaking sword the amount of people that are listening to my episodes is and when i saw it today because i can track how many people are watching or listening uh you don't want to watch there's nothing to see here it's pretty much all beard and muscle and 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 pale you know uh not a whole lot to see here but um uh the amount of people my it it's stunning. My uh, viewership or whatever you want to call that, it's gone up threefold since um, ever. <laughs> and uh, I have to, uh, the only thing I can attribute it to is Truth Social. So thank you. I mean, I make no money doing this. I work for a living. I got a college kid. I got a kid with autism. Um, you know, I- I'm busy, you know, and right now I'm not as busy because, you know, walking is a chore even though I'm starting not to walk with a cane anymore, which is freaking amazing. But, uh, you know, it's motorcycle season. Haven't even touched the Harley yet, except for to change the brakes and the oils. And uh, I'm ready to rock and roll. So when that goes down, there'll be even less time for me to do shit like this. But the only the only other reason why I haven't put any time into this podcast, and I do apologize for not doing this more often is that my wife got a really excellent new, uh, profession entirely. And, uh, she makes a freaking killing. I'm totally like psyched that, uh, there's a pretty good possibility that, uh, as she climbs that ladder, uh, your boy here's, uh, looking at a much easier retirement in the future. Uh, just couldn't be, couldn't, I'm going to gush. I couldn't be happier about that. I just really couldn't be, but she's home all the time, you see, and I'm a little shy as far as speaking, uh, when other people are around, even though I know damn well, they're going to listen to this. I don't know what it is. I just, for some reason, I, it's not, this is not technically my wheelhouse. This is not, I like to speak. I'm a social person, but giving my opinions without anybody else giving theirs back that's a one-sided forum. I'm actually really good at like having a conversation, which if it wasn't for my wife, I'd probably be much worse because it took a long time for me to kind of get into the groove of, you know, the back and forth and allowing for another of prevailing opinion to 
to come at me and then digest it and then respond without, you know, a month without sex. So uh, because she's home all the time, uh, because she works from home uh, and now we have a silly home office, which is really cool because we never had one of those before. Um, it makes it easier when the kids keep growing up and moving out. But uh, yeah, so she's home all the time. So that means we actually eat dinner all the time together. And for the last however many years, almost a decade that we've been together, uh, it was hit or miss if we saw each other ships in the harbor. So now, you know, we're not honeymooning or anything, but it's kind of nice to see my wife every night. I'm not going to lie to you. She cooks really good. So it's also nice to, you know, kind of let that whole thing play out as well. Now, moving to the stuff that I normally talk about, uh, I have backed off of, uh, I have backed off of the social media for a while and that's been a good thing, but you know, it doesn't really seem to freaking matter because, um, by and large, when I go on Facebook or Twitter, I'm so shadow banned, like nobody sees my shit and it's asinine because, you know, I'm my biggest fan and, uh, I'm actually a legend in my own mind. You know, I don't play the part on TV or whatever. I say stuff that means things, you know, and I try to back it up with historical context or, or back it up with legal context and, and, uh, or just common sense, you know, that, that, that there's, there's all this emphasis in the world on this intellectual guidance. Well, there's, I, to me, there's a lot more, uh, value in the, um, in the gift of common sense, which seems to be, you know, just dwindling to a trickle at this point in this country. And it's because there's an illness out there and the illness is leftism and, and I'll continue to combat it for as long as I can. And I encourage you to also combat it as often as you can, but don't do it. Uh, I don't know, do it in whatever fashion you want. I've learned to not try to go at it too hard because you know, I've taken a bless your heart approach to a lot of this shit. And, you know, these, the people that you're combating, they're not, they're so sold into what they believe in that they're, and they're just, they're not, they're not serious people. You know, they think they're serious people, but they're not serious people, right? I mean, these people that think that, you know, like, um, men can give birth that how that's not serious. Cause that's the same people that say, follow the freaking science when it comes down to the Chinese Red Death. So I'm not taking science uh, nods from from anybody on that side of the chamber because they're, they're not serious people. They don't make sense. They're not, they're perfectly, perfectly uh, happy um, with their, you know, with their religion and, and, and they're fanatical about it. it and it's, it's very sycophantic and gross. So, uh, back to social media. So today I, you know, I've been meaning to put out a podcast, but today I got some meaning to it. You know, I'm gonna get to that. That was a swig of icy, cold, yingling light America's beer. Basically it's God's beer. They just can't put that on the label because copyright infringement, stuff like that. Um, it's that time of year again, where beer is a lot better than it was when it was cold. And now that the uh, dreadful pain meds have worn off, this actually tastes like the nectar of life. Whereas there for a while, it was sort of tasting like feet and ass. And that really bothered me because I thought I was going to lose my grip on my alcoholism. But I endured 
And here I am, I'm right back at it. I've worked a full day, all my bills are paid, my kids are safe, everything's happy, everybody's happy, everything's stable, two, three beers a night, suck my nuts if you think I'm an alcoholic. I'll wear it proudly, I don't really care. However, and I'm gonna take another sip in a moment, let me get to what I'm actually getting at here. So, I wanted to somehow find a way to segue into this whole leaked um, uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, opinion regarding uh, this up-and-coming possible uh, overturning of Roe Roe versus Wade. But I didn't really know how to do it without sounding like Fox News or anybody else that you listen to. Well, I figured out a way, damn it. And it was gifted to me by somebody I actually like and respect, but he posted the most ignorant fucking meme I've ever seen regarding this topic. Now, anybody that knows me knows that not only do I love this country, but I actually dig deeply into the history of the country. I'm not an expert. There's so much to learn. There's so much more to learn. As much as I do know, I'll never consider myself an expert. There are certain things that I know really freaking well, and you're not going to be able to dance around the subject with me. I'm going to catch you every single time because I, I'm so intimate about the way I approach certain elements of what I consider patriotism, constitutionalism, Americanism. And a friend of mine posted this perverse meme with what is the Gadsden flag, but it it has the snake wrapped up in the shape of like ovaries, you know, some sort of uh, imagery there of ovaries. If you're a woman, I think you know what I'm talking about. You might have seen this V-shaped image before with two circles on either side. It's some sort of old symbol of virility and fertility and and it's a universal symbol for for feminism and, and blah 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 and he posted you know this is and it says you know don't tread on me and, and his post said this is for all the women out there and i'm like you're sick that's sick right i go into you know i like this guy so like i don't want to I do, I, I, I feel offended by it, but I'm not a bitch. I'm not weak. So I'm not going to like start calling names or anything. But I'm going to, I'm going to let him know that, hey, you have a right to say whatever you want to say. But there is a consequence to that. Just like if I say something that somebody doesn't like and, 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 and they want to argue that, you know, they put the, the burden of proof on me. I'm fine with that because I'm not going to argue a point unless I know what the proof is. And if I don't know, I apologize and I will learn from the situation. I move forward. It's called being a human, a decent human being. And I like to consider myself in that category. Now, I went into a pretty uh, lengthy diatribe and uh, I laid it out something like this. Uh, we have rights in this country, but you can't walk around thinking you have a right to something unless it's either a law 
or an amendment. See, we're a republic. And a republic is the, is the, it's law and order. It's not a democracy. You don't just make laws out of whole cloth. We have a procedure for that. Both houses of Congress is responsible for creating legislation to codify a law. So when Roe versus Wade Wade happened in 1973. At that point, Congress, both houses, and there have been many super majorities or majorities since 1973 of Democrats. Well, they could have created legislation to codify Roe versus Wade into law. But the spineless, weakling, Democrat Party never did that. Not a single fucking one of them. Not a one. Not a single politician in Congress wanted to have their name attached to codifying child murder the the Murder of unborn American citizens. See, because they're weaklings. They want things, but they want it to magically occur. They want the government to create it. The Supreme Court doesn't have that right. I'm not speaking from opinion here. I'm speaking from actual facts. There are so many ignorant people in this country that simply do not understand how the process works. And a great many of them are seated in the the halls of Congress. The halls of some repute. I would say ill repute. They don't know the laws. They don't understand the function of this government. So everybody just took it for granted. Not everybody. A great many people in this country just took it for granted that, oh, well, the Supreme Court says that the federal government can assure that abortions can be had. Thank God for the Hyde Amendment keeping federal funds out of abortion. However, Planned Parenthood gets a lot of freaking money from the federal government and Planned Murderhood has been proven to be on the wrong side of history when it comes down to abortion. It's not family planning by and large. I will admit that when my first child came around, we weren't very wealthy at that point in time. So we did use Planned Parenthood for vitamins for my then wife. You know, it was somewhat functional for us. But where are all the planned murderhoods? Most of them are centrally located in urban areas where they excel at the eugenics project set forth by Margaret Sanger to get rid of 40% of black babies in this country. 
There was such a vile intention when it came down to abortions beginnings in this country. Democrats and leftists just gloss right over that. They call it women's rights, reproductive rights. Motherfucker, killing a child is not reproductive rights. That is murder rights. Okay? This whole concept, this whole concept of baby murder should be not part and partial to this entire conversation. What Roe v. Wade did was an affront to the 10th Amendment. The 10th Amendment allows each state the right to exercise what we call federalism. That means that the legislature of that state directly reflects the constituency group of that state. So if that state has a moral compass and they decide that they do not want abortion in that state, well, then that state has a say and that state will say we're not going to allow it. They might allow it under certain circumstances like uh, rape, incest, Okay, but um, by and large, uh, murder of children, infanticide, uh, abortion, it's used as a birth control. It's used to sweep up the trail or to hide the tracks or to fix a problem of irresponsibility. So when you're confronted with responsibility, you have to uh, recognize the, the, the ill effects of the uh, repercussions, right? So if I do Coke, I'm 47, right? If I do Coke now, just like if I decided to do coke at 20, I know full well that there's an addictive property to coke and I could become addicted to cocaine. None of us escape. You know, people complain about the war on drugs, Nancy Reagan, all this other good shit. Well, what it did do, it failed. I'll agree to that. But what it did do was it made the public very, very aware. Okay, crack is addictive. You do crack, you might become a crack addict. No one ever succeeds in life as a crack addict. See Hunter Biden. Okay? No one ever succeeds as a meth addict. When you have sex and you both enter into an agreement that you're going to be promiscuous, which is your God-given right to do, it takes two, so there's you know, consent there. Well, there could be a side effect of pregnancy. Now, I'm no doctor or biologist, but it takes a sperm and an egg to create a child. That makes it both people's fault or intention. But to kill it because it's inconvenient, well... There's no moral compass there. You're not a better person. 
You have to live with that for the rest of your life. And if you don't have a conscience, well, that's between you and dog or you. And I like to say God, whatever your God is. But, you know, the lefties, they, dog is my co-pilot, so they don't know. But to, to continue what I was, you know, saying to my buddy here, you know, uh, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg disagreed with the legality of Roe v. Wade. And she mentioned it more than once in her lifetime. Why? Not because she's uh, not a leftist, not because she's uh, not for uh, the, the right uh, to choose, but because it was more about a doctor's right to practice killing children and less about women's rights. It, it only empowered the doctors. Imagine how much money the doctors are making killing these children. Now, everybody thinks it's all about my body, my choice. Well, first off, it's not your body because what choice or it's not your choice. What choice are you giving the most innocent citizen in this country? You're giving the most innocent citizen in this country zero choice. But these same people won't allow the death penalty. If it weren't for double standards, as Chris Plant says, the left would have no standards at all. It's so perplexing to me how broken their brains are. And for you weak people, for you people who just go through life yucking it up every time you think you hear a funny joke, and you start using symbols like the Gadsden flag that actually means something, it has great history of an attempt by early Americans to bring this country together in an effort to put down a mad king who would oppress them and tax them through the nose and not give them representation. Just like the saying, live free or die. Just like the flag, join or die. These were rallying cries. A woman has never had a right to baby murder in this country. If she did, then it would be one of the first 10 amendments. It would have been in the Bill of Rights or it would have been one of the next 14 amendments or 15 amendments and it would be in the Bill of Rights or it would be USC code because the, the, the spineless twerps in Congress would have found a way to pass a law that said that across the board in every single state in this confederacy, in this great nation, that, that abortion was legal. But instead they didn't. You know what's a right? We have a Second Amendment right to bear arms. And guess what? It says very simply for the four-year-olds, shall not be infringed. And all these cockstains have done has infringed the fuck out of it. They've done everything they could to make sure that it's not an unalienable right. Meanwhile, 
It very much so is. And only the 10th Amendment allows for certain states to set up certain laws to infringe the fuck out of it. So it's okay to have the 10th Amendment go to work when it comes down to an unalienable right. But it's not a 10th Amendment issue when it comes down to the Supreme Court ruling on Roe versus Wade, giving the doctors an opportunity to make more money off of murdering American citizens. And it's not written in the law whatsoever, nor has it ever been, nor will it ever be most likely. And these people are all up in arms. Oh my God, you're going to take away my right to kill. Well, that's actually not true because if what is said to have been written by most likely Justice Alito is true and Roe v. Wade is struck down, then what does it do? It kicks it back to the states so that we exercise federalism again and allow the states to have the rights to do what the states are supposed to do. And that's have elected officials draft bills that can be argued and discussed and then codified in the law. You see, that's how a republic works. I can't take people seriously, especially men who want to get on this little goat trail of supporting the women who want, who as a fanatical religion believe that they have the right to murder a child. And they'll go far enough to say that not only is it their right, but there should most likely be an abolition of the Hyde Amendment, which keeps federal money out of paying for said atrocity. So if I lose this friend today, that's no skin off my ass. I like him. He's a nice guy. But he's overstepped his boundaries with me. And if he wants to boot me off Facebook and when next time we see each other out in the field, he wants to not associate with me, I don't care because I don't hang out with weak dudes. I like conservative traditional men like me. They get a little rowdy sometimes with their language that are irreverent, that, you know, a little bit chauvinistic because it's all in good fun. It's not meant to demean anybody. Ask my wife. She loves me to tears. She tolerates my jokes. She actually thinks they're pretty fucking funny. Why? Because I'm, it's humor. The left has done everything they could to destroy humor but I like normal people. Remember normal? So on that note, with, with the, all this that's going on in the media hype about Roe v. Wade and the Supreme Court, we have to balance our thoughts in reality. And, and you're not going to tell me that you're, you're getting a balanced thought from people who think men can be women. You can't tell me you're getting a balanced thought from people who think that children should be transitioned into 
a different damn gender. You're not getting a balanced mind. These people cannot be taken seriously anymore. This is not arguing with traditional Western liberalism. I'm a traditional Western liberal. I believe in maximum civil liberties. I believe in freedom for all. I believe in um, equal treatment under the law. Those are the tenets of Western liberalism. These people are leftists. They don't want equality. They want preferential treatment. The left is here. They've come for your rights. Get on board and start fighting back. There's a war going on for your mind out there. All I'm doing is sharing my opinion. And my opinion is based with a lot of thought put behind it. And on that note, I'd like to thank you all for listening to another episode of Ben Speaks. Uh, Have a great evening. God bless you. God bless the United States of America.